podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. We'll jump right in with the Swiss Ramble. For those that don't know, Swiss Ramble is a finance blog, an Englishman who lives in Switzerland, and goes really in-depth on the finances, the accounts of football clubs all over the world, largely a focus on the Premier League. Always worth your while giving the Swiss Ramble a follow, keeping track of what he's saying. He is one of the best accounts out there. He has done a deep dive on Liverpool's accounts, Liverpool's business model, and whether or not it works. He doesn't give you the conclusion. He doesn't give you any opinion. He just gives you facts. And the facts are it doesn't really make all that good reading if you are one of those who just refuses to accept any criticism of the ownership. It also doesn't make good reading if you're one of those way out there FSG out people. But if you're someone that's in the middle, critical, but appreciative, then it's for you. Um, James Pierce has an excellent interview with Sammy Diesel, former Liverpool striker. For those that don't remember, he was signed in the first summer that Brendan Rodgers was manager. He was the big striker talent coming out of Germany, 17 years of age. He'd already played in the Bundesliga. Some bad luck, two torn ACLs, some bad advice from agents. And he is currently playing in the fifth tier of German football. He works part-time in a factory. It just goes to show how easily... A football career can slip by and somebody can miss out on an opportunity. Yesel was a huge prospect. When Liverpool got him, it was seen as quite the coup. And unfortunately now, it hasn't worked for him. But he's still quite young and he is still determined to make it to the top level. So it's a really good interview. I do recommend it. You'll find it on James's Twitter. Uh, well worth giving it a read. There's also a new Red Agenda podcast. From the Athletic to FSG or not to FSG, that is the question. Uh, It's not a question, according to Simon Hughes. Well, it is, Mr. Hughes, but you and James can spend the next few days fighting on Twitter with people who are reminding you of things you said early in the summer. Uh, It looks like Naby Keita is on his way out of Guinea. A private plane has been chartered for them. Liverpool, Olympiacos, Toulouse and Clermont in France, among others, have gotten together to get one plane to bring all the players out. Hopefully something similar is happening for Morocco. Hopefully the Moroccan players are even allowed on that plane. But um, well worth your while. Mark Carey has an interesting piece up on The Athletic as well called How Streaky Is Your Striker, a deep dive himself and Tom Warville using data to look at the numbers behind the goal numbers, uh, Messi, Mbappe, Lewandowski and Mo Salah featured among the players they look at. So that's well worth your while. Neil Jones has a piece up on goal.com. Um, his tagline on it is, with only one new face this summer, It's up to Liverpool's existing and emerging talent to prove everyone wrong again. I I would struggle to name a time when they have proven anyone wrong, but it is what it is. Um, Neil's a good writer. That piece is there on goal.com. Dominic King has a piece on the Mail website about Trent 
and how the midfield idea needs to be put in a bin and he needs to play right back, which is absolutely factual. Trent is by far the best right back in England, by far England's best fullback, right or left, and needs to play right back. And if Garrett Southgate needs to make changes to the team to accommodate that, then Garrett Southgate should make those changes. The idea that Trent, who is a top three player in terms of English players right now, after Kane and Sterling, I don't think there's anybody else that touches him. The idea that he shouldn't be first choice for England is incredible. So that piece, well worth your worth while giving a quick read to. The best piece I've seen is not Liverpool related, but he is a player that all Liverpool fans want us to sign. Paul Joyce has a brilliant piece up on the Times about Jude Bellingham. Now, unfortunately, it is behind a paywall. But there are accounts on Twitter who regularly share stuff from behind the Times paywall. So maybe you'll be able to find it on Twitter. LFCZA, I think, is one of the accounts that used to do it. I don't know if he still does. But he used to always share those those, uh, articles on his Twitter feed. In terms of the major websites, uh, the club website has uh, some interesting pieces up. Uh, an article, or an interview with Ox about his four years at Liverpool so far, which is worth a, a read. Uh, there's an interview with Fabinho as well, talking about how the fixture congestion is, you know, daunting but exciting. So that's worth your while as well. Over on Liverpool.com, again, they've been very busy. Uh, Liverpool can embarrass Barcelona again by moving for £96 million star Jurgen Klopp admits interest in. Usman Dembele, he is out of contract next summer. Liverpool could secure him to a pre-contract in January. Barcelona seem to be desperately struggling to get him to sign a new deal. He doesn't seem to want to. He's incredibly gifted, but he's got some issues. He's injury prone. He's inconsistent because he's injury prone. And he's immature, which also causes inconsistencies. Liverpool is a very different club to Barcelona. The mood at the club is very different. The atmosphere, the way the club is run, and also the fact that in Jurgen Klopp, there's a manager with real power. At Barcelona, for the last uh, 10 years since Pep left, or however many years since Pep left, eight years maybe, There's been no real power in the manager's job at Barcelona. The power was with Lionel Messi. And unfortunately, that allowed other players to then become massively egotistical and not buy into what managers were selling. That's not the case at Liverpool. So if Dembele was to arrive, Liverpool would be a very, very different place to the one he's leaving, and he would have to make massive adjustments to buying into what Jurgen Klopp is selling, to buying into the team ethic, the work ethic, the plan. I'd be all in favour of Dembele on a free as long as his wages fit neatly into our wage structure. He's incredibly gifted, but like I said, he's a little bit immature. He is injury prone and inconsistency is is a concern. Uh, also on Liverpool.com, Liverpool could have a midfield of three Steven Gerrards if fantasy Jurgen Klopp transfer comes off. Um, 
They named Trent as one of the Stephen Gerrards. He's a fullback. Uh, they named Jordan Henderson as one of the full uh, the Stephen Gerrards. He couldn't be less Stephen Gerrard if he tried. And then Jude Bellingham, obviously, is the third one. Um, yeah, it's silly. Absolutely silly. Um, I saw a tweet from Liverpool Transfer Room, maybe, that had that suggestion. Uh, they've just clearly stolen the idea. Liverpool can repeat Diogo Jota transfer by stealing ideal attacking signing from Barcelona. So, this is a suggestion that Liverpool should make a move for Danny Olmo. Danny Olmo is a very, very gifted player, plays for RB Leipzig. Barca are rumoured to be strongly interested in him. There was some talk that they might try and get him in the summer, but Barca had no money to buy anybody. So any suggestion was just nonsensical. Now, Olmo was in the Barcelona Academy for years, left to join Dinamo Zagreb in the hopes of getting first-team football, ended up staying there six years, developed there, and moved on to Leipzig last summer. He is very, very good. Would he be a good signing for Liverpool? Yeah, he probably would. He probably would. Um, different type of player to what we currently have. I don't think he fits all that well in 4-3-3, but we don't know the 4-3-3 is the long-term, the long-term setup for Liverpool. So he could fit in a bunch of other ways. Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp have their next Jadon Sancho with transfer links only set to link up. It's another article about Jude Bellingham. Um, I don't know what the Sancho reference is. We never came close to signing Jadon Sancho or and weren't in the mix from last summer. So, you know, it is what it is. And finally, from Liverpool.com, a piece about how Liverpool could look to sign Karim Adeyemi of... Um, of Robbie Salzburg, very, very talented striker, and one to keep an eye on. Uh, this is Anfield have a piece about Curtis Jones and how Liverpool's early depth concerns could open up big opportunities for him. Obviously, a couple of players out injured at the moment, a couple of players that were withdrawn from international teams. Precautionary, we're told, but we'll wait and see. Um, Curtis didn't make the squad for the last Premier League game, which was strange considering he hadn't played so far the season. He wasn't been rested or anything. He was merely left out. So it might suggest he's quite far down the pecking order as things stand. Uh, last bit of Liverpool news is that the new third jersey has been unveiled. Uh, I have to say, I think the concept jerseys that were doing the rounds beforehand were substantially nicer. I, I don't really think a whole lot of the new the new one, but look, it's it's everyone's own opinion. I just think that the concept jerseys that were doing the round were a lot nicer. Um I saw a tweet from Dave Davies, who's one of the Dave Davis I should say, who's one of the contributors on AI Pro from time to time. Uh, I sent a quick tweet to Nike, a little bit cheeky, but a uh, simple and effective idea to save cash, save cash and make bucket loads. Next season, allow all the concept designers to draft all three Liverpool kits. Then get the players and manager to vote for top five for each. Then let the fan base vote on the top five. Uh, film it all for LFC TV. I think it's a great idea. I genuinely do. And I think it would be very, very innovative. And you could set it up as a competition where perhaps... The guys that win it or the girls that win it, whoever, get a job at Nike. 
wouldn't that be a good way for them to find new talent to bring in? Because let's all be realistic about this. And let's all be honest. The Nike kits are really boring. And they're cookie cutter. Everybody has the same kits. Now, it's the same for all manufacturers. I think Adidas are the only ones really pushing the boundaries. But they're doing that by doing retro-style jerseys. The Arsenal kits this season, I'm not a huge fan of. But the Arsenal kits last season that were the, the throwback to that kind of early 90s, they were tremendous. On AnfieldIndex.com, we have an article from Stephen Smith. Uh, Liverpool's Magnificent Seven. So it's basically a look at, you know, seven world-class or borderline world-class players who are absolutely key to everything Liverpool do. I won't ruin it by telling you who the players are, but without question, this is a must-read article. It's excellent. Give it a go uh, over on the website. In terms of podcasts, there is a new AI scouted up this morning. Um, Myself and Carl looking at the Premier League transfer windows. We did the European one that came out over the weekend, went through France, Italy, Spain, and Germany, our favourite windows from each. For the Premier League, we went a bit more in depth, and we've got... We went for five each. We ended up with the same five. So we picked a couple more that we both liked, um, and then we did a couple that we didn't like. Um, So that's there. Not sure if there's anything new coming out today. Maybe Mr. Drinkle can jump in here and tell me if there's anything new coming today. Uh, we have Rival Recon, which uh, I'll edit after I've sorted all, all your all your pods out there. <laughs> um, and then we're recording another AI, but I'm not sure when we'll release that one. We might save that for the weekend and get the actual preview out of the way, mightn't we? Yes, we're going to record a, a preview of the Champions League today so that'll probably come out sunday after the game or maybe monday morning main pod um, are also out as well today i forgot about that one which one main pod ai pod oh yes the new main pod is out uh, on the free side um so well worth your while giving that a listen and like i said there is the uh the scouted that came out this morning rivalry com with harry looking ahead to leads we'll have a scouted for that as well so keep an eye out for those so loads coming on pro Decent amount on the free side and good articles all the time. We're very, very lucky. We've got a small writing staff. We're not like some of the other sites that have 10 and 15 people. We've got a small staff, but they're all brilliant. Stephen Smith is the backbone of the writing staff now. He just is so prolific. You've got Sam McGuire contributes. If you're an AI Pro subscriber, do remember to sign up to the newsletter and get that every day. It's a little short piece from Sam, uh, but he also puts... uh, Articles on the actual site itself. And then John O'Sullivan as well, uh, a contributor from time to time. John's a very good writer as well. So do check those out. And that's it. That's all for today. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.